How's it going, friends and family of the internet? Welcome to the Real AF TV podcast, show about fishing and random takes from the land of 10,000 lakes. I'm one of your hosts, Josh Labah. And I am Tim Wagner. And Tim, we, uh, y- you know what? Nah, I'll get into that in a second. <laughs> yeah, let's let's no. just Let's just kick it nope. straight off. I like to just start that. <laughs> Hit it with the news noise. I do like the idea of just being like, yeah, and you know what? No. Nope. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, I got distracted. I didn't even do the sound effect right. <laughs> uh, yeah, because, well, anyways, it was, I was just going to basically start the fishing topic early, and I'm like, no, that's not it. We kick it off with the fishing news here on the Real AF TV that's right. Podcast. So here's here's my headline, my clickbaity headline. Wait, where's the bait? Uh, where is this the was bait? this was something new to me. So I wanted to see where you, someone who gets out on the water more, yeah, were where your stance was on this. But I got this from good old outdoor news. Remember, mm. if you are um, listening to this on podcast services, you can go over to YouTube. It's youtube.com slash at RealAFTV. Remember, real like fish and real. You can click into the video description and I have the link to this article. Go check out this article in Outdoor News. You're going to want to. And I'm going to say that again later. And here's why. I guess there's been live bait shortages in Minnesota. Yeah, a little bit. Um, it didn't seem to be quite as bad last year, but the year before that, at least where I was fishing. Yeah, it's um everywhere then. Yeah, I mean yeah. Like, keep going. The year bef- the year before that was a little bit like um a lot of times like crappie minnows when you went in, like that's what you were getting. So the bait shortages were there a little bit, but mm-hmm. it was a lot of like we have crappie minnows. Can you make those work? Mm. You know, and they and they'd have they did have fat heads on a regular basis, but I remember for a little while there was like just crappie minnows was all you could get. Really, and the shiners were like non-existent, or the yeah. ones that they did have were overpriced like crazy because they're like this is all we got. Like you oh, can buy so them by the like- dozen. I mean, it wasn't it wasn't like they marked them up a lot, but it felt like it was more expensive than it should have been. Mm. but it's like a a supply and demand kind of move not like a gouge not like gas going up 40 cents on the memorial day weekend and then dropping back down sort of bullshit that we see like where it feels like you're being gouged yeah Yeah, it was just literally like we only have a couple of these Mm -hmm. and if you want them they're a little bit more expensive because we're not just going to sell them to the first joe Smo that goes i would like to have a big old minnow (laughs) <laughs> and you go what are you fishing for just be like i hope big fish that's what you know <laughs> i hope big fish <laughs> oh. oh that's a great reason for to give oh, all right cool nice <laughs> yeah but i think um i think it's a big part of why i started like not why I started, but like why I really started um, hammering down on the artificial baits too. Like I was trying mm. to get w- more well versed in artificial baits 
with like the walleyes and stuff anyways. Oh, okay. But when I really started fishing for walleyes, I was learning on like a jig and minnow because I'm still yeah. relatively new to the whole walleye uh, scene. Yeah. Because Which is funny to say because it's been years, but like that's been, the thing about fishing, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, and it was like I was fishing for like musky and bass and stuff where I just kept moving and casting and mm -hmm. the walleye seemed to be more elusive and a little bit harder to get at. And I was just like, I'm, you know, for whatever reason, I just didn't even really try. And a lot of it, I think, was because I didn't have like a decent depth finder. So mm -hmm. I was, you know, f for a long time, I mean, years, I just had a GPS with a lake map chip. So I knew where I was in the lake, but I didn't know right. exactly what the depth was or where anything was. And it was sure. like bass and musky. I have a good idea of where they're at still. So I was catching fish on a regular basis, doing well. Right. But I didn't, I wasn't really learning the lake. And once I got a depth finder, I'm like, oh, I know where everything is. I'm seeing fish. I don't, I, you know, I can actually try to catch these. Mm -hmm. And then it became like just a jig and a minnow because that's what I have confidence in. I'm like, right. Let me put something live in front of their face and figure it out. Mm -hmm. And then I started getting more confidence in fake bait. And then when I started seeing that, like, all you had was crappie minnows and we're getting into like peak summer. I'm just like, yeah, I think I should be using something bigger than these crappie minnows. But mm. all I have is crappie minnows. And I'm just like, but look at the fake bait. I can go with <laughs> freaking wanna, you know? So I'm like, uh -huh. Uh -huh. let's just start casting those out. And I started doing that. So it became less of a big deal to me because I really started trying to use only artificials for the longest time. And was that... And do you think it was fueled by the shortage then? That's kind of the way you you started that off. Yeah, I think it was a little bit of both. Okay. I think it was a little bit of like it the the want of not having to rely on getting to a, a bait shop and being able to have bait oh. with me, you know? Yeah. Having bait with you is also a task, you know? Like depending yeah. on where you're at or how you're going to go fishing, you have to keep that stuff alive. So it's not like... Oh, in the yeah. middle of summer, you can we just really grab bait, put it in a bucket, and then just set it on the dock and sit next to you or or travel a long ways and expect them to survive. You got to, you know, there's got to be, you got to get some air in there. Hopefully, you're at a bait shop that can, you know, give you a bag and they'll give you a little spritz of oxygen. And then yeah. You tell them, hey. Give me a little bit of that juice. Oh, you know. <laughs> Give me a little bit of that wake up juice. Hey, I get that straight oxygen. Me and these fish are staying alive. <laughs> <laughs> I actually wrote that down because that's not a bad topic. I mean, not to, you know, cut our next, our actual fishing topic short, but like, I don't think we're going to have a very long one of a fishing topic. And maybe that live bait one isn't that long either but i think it's a good one like it's something we haven't touched on as like the mm. real aftv podcast is about trying to educate and bring on new fishers yeah. as well as you know just be a fishing podcast in general yeah yeah for sure and so yeah that made me think uh so well i know how to cook i know how to we, we can do that for sure because i know how to use live bait in a variety of different ways and i've i've become well versed on how to keep them alive mm, and mm -hmm. um i don't know 
I know how to do it in the summer, but I haven't really tried. But the winter when it's cold makes it easier. Just don't let the water freeze. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> tip. Hottest tip. Uh, just don't let the water freeze. It'll. Yeah. If the fine. water freezes, you're kind of screwed. Because. <laughs> yep. Because <laughs> the oxygen's run out. Um. So yeah, this this article really went into it. Really gave a lot of um, examples and stuff like that about the shortage. I'm really glad that you actually have had the shortage that this is our opportunity to to talk about it because I didn't realize it was happening. Um, yeah. And apparently it wasn't well known outside of like the immediate fishing and harvesting community because mm. the biggest takeaway from this whole thing that I had was there were two people quoted that said, at least we're talking now. That was based, that summed up what they were saying. And I was like, whoa, okay. So I'll give, I'll give yeah. a little bit of stats to back, to, okay. to back it up. So there was a report that showed that harvest was really high the like three, four years prior to 2020. Okay. And, that they were exporting a good amount of them. Uh, and, and we are really talking about shiners primarily, but they're, you know, okay. they're talking about live yeah. in general. The shiners are hard to come by for sure. Yeah. So that's why you saying that made me go, oh, dude, yeah, this is all real yeah. world experience unfolding right now because they are mostly talking about shiners. If you read the article, you'll pick up on that. But the general takeaway that I got from it was that this isn't just about shiners, though. It's about minnows in general. It's about, you know, live bait, um, generally speaking. Um, there's a lot of good stuff, but the one thing is, so one report showed there was really high harvest until about 2020. And, okay. and then remember, the majority, no, like there was a huge spike of fishing licenses sold during the pandemic. Like, right. you know, fishing went way up. So we're talking 2020 mm -hmm. here, right? So we're yep. coming out of a we're coming out of a good year of harvest going into like one of the highest angling years that we've seen or fisher years like just fishing in general right that we've seen sure. in recent memory um, yep. and then it seems to like it's to be like it hasn't really recovered uh from that so it was just really interesting to hear we're starting the conversation we're we're having a conversation finally and it's like oh yeah it's 2024 right now like live bait season is still in the winter but like you said shiner right. season's going to be up here in just a couple months so to hear that this is a february written article and mm -hmm. they're they're getting talking it was like oh this is overdue for sure so um but everybody was really welcoming of it. They had some quotes from local shop owners and um, stuff like that. Sure. So, yeah. Well, yeah, I'll say for sure, like, there were um, a couple of years back, there were times where I was grabbing, like, Shields here in St. Cloud mm -hmm. sells minnows. And mm -hmm. I would go to Shields and get the minnows there. 
even though I'm an hour away from where I would go fishing because the gas station that I normally went to was not a guarantee that I could get any minnows at all. Wow. Yeah. So there were a couple of times. Yeah. There were a couple of times where it was like, you know, going to go, I think I can catch crappies. I want crappie minnows Mm -hmm. and I want to get a couple of fat heads because maybe I'll find some walleyes mixed in and Mm -hmm. I'll upsize or maybe even um, sometimes I'll get into some bigger crappies. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, the crappy minnows are good, but I can't get them to bite. And it's like, mm-hmm. I want a little bit more aggressive profile of, it, uh, you know, bigger minnows that's yeah. going to be moving around a little bit more. So I'll get the fat heads. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Mix them in there to have something else to switch it up because it's weird. Sometimes the crappies don't seem to like want to eat all the time, but mm. they're always like curious. Yeah. And you, you know, you can put it in there like right in front of their face and the minnows wiggling. And like the lake that I'm on, you can see them. And they'll swim up. Yep. And they'll just back away. <laughs> and you're like, damn. If you're on YouTube, then, you get that. You get the pause and stuff like that. Yeah. I was, I and was then, like, huh? <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> and then, yeah. And they and just like, back away. I, huh? figure, I figure if you get a bigger one, that it's almost like when it's wiggling in front of their face, it, 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 it like triggers like a calm down moment. Where the crappie's like, what are you up to? And then it wiggles so hard, the crappie's just like, calm down, bro. Because <laughs> it eats it real quick. Like, come on, dude. Just chill. I'm just trying to have babies here. Can you just not for a second? But uh, yeah, so I was grabbing minnows before I went up there because they, like, you would literally walk into the gas station or the wow. bait shop and it'd just be empty. Just That's like, crazy. oh, you guys have nothing. Right. Just, yeah nothing so Mm -hmm. yeah the big i mean not to like i'm not trying to shit on like big purchasing or you know anything like this but like the locals the local shops were having a harder time probably than the people who could buy in larger amounts and maybe shields was even getting them from somewhere else i don't know how that works also i think that shields because it's the second floor in a mall where you get your minnows from? Mm-hmm. I don't know how many people are going there to buy the minnows. You know, uh, like I think you think it's I think just lower you get demand it, there too. I think it's just a little bit lower demand. I think people aren't trying to go out of their way into the mall parking lot and deal with all that. Right. Yeah, it makes and I'm, sense. And I'm like, I'm totally cool with it. Plus, depending on where they're fishing, you know, like mm-hmm. there's no lakes right near the mall. It's not like it's close. Right right to anything yeah um there's rivers and um there is stuff just outside of town but like just like me everybody that's buying it there isn't fishing right there they're going someplace yeah yeah so you got i think for a lot of it it's more of like a convenience thing sure like somebody's like i need to grab a couple of things i need to grab some new line oh perfect they have minnows i'll grab some minnows while i'm here right okay yeah that makes sense and I'm going out of the way for minnows and like the gas station up north where there's like multiple big time lakes and not a lot of different shops to get bait from. Mm-hmm. Like people are going to that gas station just for bait. Right. They're not there for anything else. Right. So yeah. 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 So I think I was just hitting up a spot where they were probably getting the same amount of bait that the other bait shops were at because i think they were probably being like you get this much you get this much because yeah being even with it yeah yeah, because i don't think 
they have to be stingy. At that point, mm-hmm. they're like, I'm going to sell out of all this. And I don't care if you sell, you know, like mm. once you have my bait, I'm getting paid. I already got paid. Yeah. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I don't need to be like, well, these guys really sell a lot of it, you know, because yeah. they're like, I don't care. I'm, I made my money. And right. I need yeah. To just the harvesters are already like, I, I got paid either way. Right. Yeah. It makes I'm sense. But yeah. Well, la, you know what? Let's jump into housekeeping. Just before I do that, I want to say, please go over to our, if you're listening to this on podcast, go over to the YouTube video, click on the com, uh, click on the link to this outdoor news. They really wrapped it up well. There's a 24 page report that they linked to from the DNR. Um, they're, they're really putting in the effort here on this one. And I re- and yeah. this is what I was hoping for, like a real world experience conversation mixed with the like, yeah, there's a there's a bait shortage. Here's a few reasons why things are hopefully going to be looking up here um, going into the 24 open water season. Yep. All right. Let's do housekeeping um, again. Just want to say if you didn't see it on episode 83 or hear it on episode 83, uh, the Google podcast app or service, whatever you want to call it, Google's taking care of that thing by axing it. <laughs> do you want to know something weird? Uh-huh, I do. I know you're talking about housekeeping and axing that Google thing. Joe Rogan's podcast mm-hmm. went exclusively to Spotify. Right. Right after you told me that they're getting rid of it, mm-hmm. all of his new episodes for his podcasts are back on Google. And I was ah. like, how did that happen? First off, I thought they signed a contract with Spotify. Right. And are they literally just like, come listen to him here real quick. We don't care if somebody gets mad. It's going away. I don't get it. All of a sudden, they just started popping up again in my feed on Google. And I was like, what the fuck is this about? Huh? Yeah. Well, I don't know how long the contract for Rogan to stay there, but yeah. Oh yeah. I suppose that could have been maybe the contract. Yeah. I would check other, I would check other services now too. Cause they may be, maybe it was 24 here. Maybe it was only good for the four or five years or whatever it was now. Could be. I don't know. Um, they, they bought out some other podcasts too, but I know Rogan's still his own entity, so I'm not sure how that worked. Anyways, yeah, maybe. Um, yeah, yeah, something to look into. I I can say this is because we're on Google Podcasts now, and if you're listening to us on Google Podcasts and we're not aware of this, don't worry, we're not going anywhere. We're not doing anything. We're gonna let it die like right. it has to. But um, yeah. it's just. Moving over to YouTube, the YouTube music yep. app. I know that seems weird. Maybe they're going to rename it or whatever. But the Real FTV podcast has been on the podcast service of YouTube music for since it became an option to us because right. we made the Real FTV podcast a podcast feed in YouTube. Didn't know what it meant. Just assumed it was going to have something important down the road. Bada bing, bada boom. Here it is. It's paying off. Bingo, bango. Yeah, because also if you weren't familiar with it, Google and YouTube are 
the same the same thing so <laughs> i'm guessing it was something with them where they're just like why do we have two of these right i agree it's like oh yeah makes sense get rid of one or whatever you yeah. want to do i don't care right do you do google yep because you can still turn off the video on the youtube app because we're a video podcast you can get the video and the audio through the youtube music app because there's literally just a button to turn off the video so you don't have to use your data mm, yeah. so like it it's the same thing it's it's literally serving the same purpose so anyways makes it easier for us one thing less to maintain um right. and yeah to figure that out i'll go to youtube.com slash at real AFTV and subscribe and it kind of seems to be uh linking things up also spotify speaking of spotify there's like polls and comments and shit now on Spotify. If you didn't see that, please go engage us over there. That would be awesome. That reminds me, I'm going to actually have that. I'll save it. I'll save it for the fishing topic, Josh. Just get through the fucking housekeeping first. Patreon.com slash at real or Patreon.com slash real AFTV. We got one of those going too. jump over there hang out with us a little bit. That'd be cool. And this is an every other week podcast. If you're sharing with somebody, please don't forget to tell them that, that we drop every other Monday. And on our off weeks, we split the topics up. We drop them on YouTube exclusively, not on yep. the app. Those are just the videos. Mm. They do not go into the podcast feed. But if you want to see that, leave a comment, let us know, or go to realaf.tv slash contact, email us, let us know. We're on all the social medias. If you just look up real, like fish and real, real AF TV, you can find us yep. there. Yep. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll consider it, consider, consider changes and stuff. We're, we're open to listening. Yes. All right, then let's do it. Let's yes. talk some fishing before yes. we get into the actual topic, Tim. Um, yes. I want people to go over to the real, like if you're catching this on the split, go over to the full video, the full podcast on YouTube, because we just talked about a bait shortage in Minnesota. And if you're not from Minnesota and you're seeing the same things, um, very interested about those other uh, places in the country. I assume you're mostly just listening in yes. the United States. Well, the statistics say you're mostly listening in the United States. <laughs> I want to hear if you guys are experiencing anything um, like that too. Like, the just are you seeing bait shortages and stuff in your uh, local shops? Let us know. Yeah. And if you are, or if you aren't, do you, are you using the same bait as us? What oh, yeah. are you What are you working with? Yeah. Where are you at? You know. Yeah. Like, do you go and buy live crawdads? Put them on. Is that a thing? Right. Do you, are you in a part of Montana where you only fish streams and for whatever reason they have like eight different kinds of bugs for you to buy? <laughs> is, is that a thing? Dude, I never thought about that. <laughs> <laughs> That's a wild thought for me. I have heard of them talking about like buying like different bugs that are sold like in Wisconsin even. And it made me think of all the different areas where, you know, they're talking about match the hatch and right. you're in rivers and streams and that's what they're using. Yeah. I've I've I know that there's spots in Wisconsin that have sold different kind of larvae that I haven't seen here in Minnesota, and I was wow. like, 
whoa, for real they have that? And then my mind was just going, what else does people have? I said it like yeah. that in my head too. What else does they have? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, that's really got my mind going. Uh, okay. Um, yeah, that's right. This this topic here. We're talking about the weather. So if you're new to the Real AF TV podcast, we do these, you know, like last episode 83, kind of do these dives into things that require a lot of research and stuff like that. Um, and then we just do some uh, conversational fishing topics too. You know, it's it's uh, education topics and stuff like that, that just end up kind of conversational education. But uh, this one, yeah, conversation, there's bound this to be some kind education of a conversation of just like... What was what's about to happen? What we think about to happen? <laughs> what we gonna do about it? Yeah, this is like some commentary type shit or something. I th- I think right. Yeah. So right. let's let's talk about the weather, Tim. Twenty twenty four ice season. R.I.P. Deuces to that shit. Later, friend. I mean, <laughs> you barely were here. You were there. You were just kind of like. In the background, you're like, yeah, it's a thing. Maybe I'm thinking about it. Maybe I don't know. I'm scared. I'm scared. Uh, so if you're listening to this at a different time, or if you're from a different location, this has been the weirdest winter I've ever. I don't remember anything like this. No, no. ever. I remember there not being much snow. I yep. remember there not being, or like having early ice out. Yep. The edges of the lakes that I'm driving past because of last week are starting to open up. Yeah. Which is something that has only happened like in my lifetime, late March. Yep. Like March is when they start saying you have to pull your permanents off the lake. Right. I have not seen a permanent hit the water this year. I haven't even seen permanents on the lake. Not at all. No. Nope. It's it's the weirdest shit I've ever seen because it was warm. So it froze. Then it thawed out completely. It Like people were ice fishing. Yep. Then sure. it got really warm and it melted completely. And it's like, oh shit, that was weird. Then it froze again. So we're like, all right, now you can ice fish again. And then it... It's above freezing, like 24-7 for like the last week again. Yep. And the edges are starting to open up. Yeah. So it's almost a Super Bowl. Normally, we have like a shit ton of snow. That's the other thing. Like snow's normally on top of the ice. Yeah. Where it's a little bit of insulation and it's taking a while to do everything. Yes. And now it's just... Shannon was... My wife was just telling me this tonight that... Her friend from work, mm-hmm. her boyfriend and his family or something. I don't really know who is all out there, mm-hmm. but they're on Red Lake up north, which is a ways up there. It's a big time ice fishing destination. I was just going to say that. That was the part I was going to say. That is known as someone who doesn't even like ice fish a ton or doesn't even travel north necessarily to go fishing unless we've made a special yeah. occasion out of it. 
I know Red Lake. And I mean, that podcast yeah. has a lot to do with it, but yep. Sure. I have a Red yeah. Lake story too, a little bit. So keep going. So Sorry. They're, no, it's fine. They're up there and they're already on the ice and the resort that they got onto where like where they have access to the water. Mm-hmm. Those people said that it got cold again after it got warm and it's like causing some cracks on the road where they normally go. And everybody on the ice should just hold tight. Don't try to drive onto the water. And they oh. said, everybody hold tight. Do not try to use this access until 9 a.m. tomorrow morning. Oh. And it's like, just like, if you're out there, you're out there. If you're in here, you're in here. Yeah. And they have people that were like going to meet them there tonight. And those people are just going to be like on the shore, just being like, how's fishing? No. You know, probably something like that. I don't know. Or, but they said if you need to, if it's an emergency or whatever, like use this path. Yeah. Because that's where we see it's the best. But yeah, at night when it's dark and you can't really see stuff and everything yeah. like. No way. So man. that's another thing that I never really thought about. See, so it got hot and then the ice got shitty. Mm-hmm. And now that it got cold, it's doing the whole growing and kind of tightening up and stuff. And it, and. The ice actually, as it freezes, kind of expands. Mm-hmm. So it's like cracking in weird spots and doing stuff that it normally doesn't it, do as much because it's just a weird ass winter. Right. The way it's behaving I'm, is just like throwing everybody off. I heard I've heard normally, similar things. Normally in past years, so I'm a delivery driver. I'm out on the road all the time. Mm-hmm. If we get some like precipitation and it's wet and it just happens to be hot that day and then it gets cold and it's icy yeah the only spots that are free of ice are where they put salts down salt down for months right there's not shit anywhere there's no ice there's no snow it's dry it looks like it's it feels like it's fall because it's cold as hell yeah, still or early I mean, spring, I, when which I, is yeah, like when I say I've already been calling it basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I say cold as hell, I mean it's super warm for this time of year. Right. But we're still like lows of like 30s, highs oh, of yeah. like highs are sometimes getting into the 50s, which is like what the fuck? It's Way. 50 degrees. That does not happen here. It's weird as shit. Yeah. Sometimes you get like one day and everybody like in Minnesota on a normal day on a weekend when it hits 50 degrees and there's like good ice, good chance you're going to see somebody out there with their shirt off. Boom. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Out ice fishing with their shirt off. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. But this year it's like, we're all like spoiled. Yeah. And I mean, just today it got down to like, 30 with higher winds and i'm yep. like oh jesus oh yeah what the fuck is going on here right i know <laughs> <laughs> yeah same the fam was walking into target and it was like 28 degrees but it must have been like 10 15 mile an hour winds we were just like whoa 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 yeah, up. yeah. and i was like good yeah. thing i put my coat on and i'm wearing a hoodie right with exactly. the coat on I'm like what the fuck in february Dude. i'm usually just in my coat For sure. I, so I have like thermals that I wear and like thick socks and stuff. Mm -hmm. I had to wear that shit for one week so far this year. One week got cold enough. Yeah. Everything else has been warm. This whole last week, 
with sunshine and stuff. I was driving around with the heat was on, but no sweatshirt. Just in a in a t-shirt doing Damn. my job because I could get away with leaving the truck, doing my thing and coming back because it was nice enough out. Right. For that, you know, moment yeah. of leaving the heat. It was fine. It's perfect. And you're moving around and lifting packages oh, yeah, I'm and keeping, stuff I'm like that. So it's all, That's the thing. Yeah. yeah like you're, was... you're keeping the blood flowing too. So. Right. Yeah. And that week that you were talking about where it got cold, like where it actually got cold, I remember distinctly going, okay, here's winter. Um, there's going to be, you know, there's still a nice fishing season. Like it's still going to be right. there. Like, I don't know if we had that conversation on the podcast or not, but I remember having that thought, but it was, kinda. it was super cold. It got cold. It was a heavy hit. Like we got winter. Oh yeah, for sure. It was very cold Yeah, for, I mean, there was for that one week, I don't, there was only a couple of days where it went above zero. That's right. There was there was a good stretch where it was like below zero every day, some wind in some of the mornings. And it's just like, damn, dude. Like I knew we had it too good for too long. And then it was just that one week. And then we're yep. like, for real? Right. It's usually the opposite of what we're getting now, where we get this one yeah. week of like high forties or something like that, and it just drops back. Exactly. Off. But now, like so we had that week. It, and I just also want to say this, like, holy shit, dude, what a change from last year. I mean, last year we had almost too much snow for the ice Let, to freeze and the wind say, was nuts. And like, yeah, yeah we are, we're making excuses in quotes, but I mean. Yeah, no, I mean, this is two years in a row where I haven't done a lot of ice fishing because last year it was hard to get on the ice because it was constantly, it was another snowstorm every time. Like yeah. every weekend, it was like another snowstorm. It was like, Felt all right, like this weekend real. hits, we're going to go out there. Yep. It really was. Like every single time that it was, you know, it's like another two or three inches. It was a lot of snow everywhere. Yeah. And that's why I didn't get to do any of the pre-spawn crappie fishing last year. Right. Because it dumped so much snow and it was, and it stayed cold for right. so long that everybody was ice fishing later in the year. And we were kind of like. Is it going to thaw out by the time <laughs> right. that fishing opener comes? And then all of a sudden it was like 80 and we're like, it's crappy spawn already. Just we skipped pre-spawn completely. It yeah. is time for it the was spawn. Just like, you're like, it was just Damn, like, okay. On. Yeah. And we're going to come back to crappy spawn f- for sure because yeah. we got to talk about what we think is going to happen this year. But before we do that, I want to go back and second that I was driving around looking at small ponds some are completely thawed edges are gone for sure puddles of water on top of the 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 ponds that still have ice yeah that's it's the like, other thing all the rain yeah cuz there's just puddles sitting on top of now and they're like yeah. it's almost as if that the water is like trying to eat the ice instead of the ice melting into the water mm, it's mm-hmm. it's fucking weird looking yeah, it is. It is. Well, because that's what you get when it rains on the ice, like late spring, normally when right. it starts thawing, yep, you start normally. getting those rain showers and it looks weird because you're like, is the water open? And it's like, no, there's ice there still, but it's just like water on top of the ice. Mm-hmm. And for a little while there, like it was raining good. Mm-hmm. You know, we got a good, you know, 24 hours, like it felt like the whole state was just getting rained on. Yeah. 
And then you look at all the water or all the ice and it's just crazy. And I keep seeing like sticks on the ice, like where people are marking the holes. Oh, really? But it's like, it's like, I'm, it's like Bigfoot. It's like, <laughs> I keep looking at it and just like, I think that, somebody was, I think somebody was here. Right? Yeah. <laughs> it's more, it's more of like, I don't, I don't look at it and be like, do I think that something, you know, like a mythical creature was here? It's more just like, there's evidence that something <laughs> I think was here. I think somebody was there. Right. But at the same time, I don't believe it. I don't believe I don't it. Think you were, I don't think you were out there. You know? <laughs> For real, though. Like, yeah. It's, yeah, it is to that point. Cause so I even drove around, uh, and and looked at some some bigger bodies of water, and I was just like, first of all, dead. Anywhere you can get on there has been like roped off. Oh yeah. Um, anything that you can have a a hint of. That's usually a hopping spot. There, there's not even a hint of somebody being out there recently. Right. This was kind of when it was raining, like it was on one yeah, of the rainy yeah, days yeah. or like as the rain, the the long rain was fading out this day mm -hmm. and it was just like nothing. I mean, absolutely nothing. I actually saw two cars in a, in one of the public access parking lots. Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck? So I drove up yeah. to there. I drove up to like the landing. Yeah. Nothing. Looked out. It's like, there's no, no. Those motherfuckers commuted to work today. <laughs> Somebody else. <laughs> right, right. They're right. using it as free parking. <laughs> right. Or it's got like, you just didn't look close enough. There's like chalk in the window. The, <laughs> you know, it's just like, you have yep. to move your car. You can't just leave your broke down car here. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It could have totally <laughs> been that. Because I, mean, I, I did have focus a, on the on the lake the whole time where I was just like, there's no way. Yeah. There's no way. Dude, you know what the other thing I was thinking of, though, that's absolutely insane to me? Hmm. If this ice, if it warms up and the ice opens, we could potentially be open water fishing for walleye in 2024 before the cutoff. Of when you can fish for walleyes again. Holy shit, dude. We could be... That and is the and fucking be like, craziest thing out of this. I know. I did not cross my mind. You could go out there and fish for walleye until March. And if it warmed up again... I mean, it's the first week of February. And the edges are opening up. Yeah. If it warms up next week into like the 50s again. Yeah. We could potentially see open water and we could go ice or we could go open water fishing for walleye for a couple of weeks. And then they'd be like, okay, now you can't again for like two months. Right. For like okay. two or three weeks or whatever that is. That's like two or four yeah. weeks that they shut it down for. That yeah, is so when the, fucking crazy yeah. to think about, dude. When is, yeah, I forget when the cutoff is. We talked about that, right? It's like, we, yeah, we've talked about it before. And I think we came, we, we found the conclusion. And I forget what podcast that was, but it was. One of our ice fishing ones. There's not many, so you could scroll through the backlog and, and yeah. find it. But um, it's right around the same time when they say that you have to get your permits off. Yes. Yep. It is. Yeah. It's really they're they're very closely tied to each other. Uh, so I want to just 
quickly throw numbers out for people who are listening is it is this is still winter in Minnesota and yeah we live in like the central southern sort of part of Minnesota but it's this warm all over there's still some yeah. ice fishing happening up north i guess yeah but, i mean it's it's yeah, out there for sure yeah and yeah here's and 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 it still gets cold enough it still gets below freezing um at certain parts of the day mm-hmm. but here's the catch here's here's the like numbers to it and i'm not i'm not like i didn't average out the weeks past or anything like that but here here's the thing first of all it gets into the 50s or yeah it gets into the 50s or close to the 50s for the high during the day yeah the sun has been getting stronger since basically christmas right yep even though january is usually the coldest month that fell flat on its fucking face and we got very little ice out of that right it was open like leading into basically leading into the holidays because i actually have so there was someone at daycare that had a red upper red lake trip planned for over the holidays because they get the holiday weeks off yeah couldn't go because they wanted to bring their big trailer like permanent up there i set it down for a few weeks yeah i remember there was a couple of lakes around here that i wanted to go take a cast in just after new year's because i wanted to be able to say that i cast it in the open water in january yeah like there was still open water in january then it froze over and it got hot right away again. So it was yep. like that one week of extreme cold that gave us ice. But besides that, we barely have any ice. Right. And it's starting to disappear again. Yeah. And it's just. It didn't even really get thick enough. Now, I'm sure there's spots out there, you know, where people are driving and all this other stuff. But I think me and you both have already said like, yeah. hell no. Yeah, there was well, enough ice to I feel mean, comfortable walking. Yeah. If you're not familiar with what it's like around here, think about this on how the temperature works. When it snows here, it doesn't melt because it doesn't get warm enough to melt. So we'll get snow and then you just have to push it off your driveway and then it keeps gathering up until the end of like everybody's driveway has enough snow that everybody's making forts in it. And there's (laughs) just like these giant, like there's certain spots where you go that the visibility is hard to like the intersections you can't really see where you're going some spots because there's snow piles that are so high yeah and this year it's zero almost impossible to find snow yeah there are some spots where it got pushed into a hill and like late spring you'll get these piles that have melted down to like where all the dirt was pushed together so you just see these mounds of black that are technically like yeah, that's like ice and snow, but you it's can't dirt. really tell because it's dirt. The dirt the every time it melts, the dirt just gets more and more concentrated until you just right. get this lump of black. Yep. So yeah, it's like it's absolutely insane. I'm looking at my yard like it's February. Yeah. Am I supposed to like mow <laughs> the yard? I don't know what to Does do. Does the lawn right need now. to be mowed? I'm not sure. The ground is, is like soggy. Think, as my grass getting right, 
I, and I'm looking at the one side of my house, like every once in a while, I look at it and I'm like, is that grass longer? Like yeah. legitimately, do I, am I supposed to mow right now? Right. I don't know what to do. Uh huh. This is the most confusing shit <laughs> it I've is. ever and, seen. And the snowpack is like you said, is, is the perfect uh, kind of thing of like where I was going with no numbers or anything like that is that it now gets up to, you know, 50 something, and then it'll get down to like 31. So it right. freezes overnight, but it loses more in the heat of the day yeah. than it can grow back overnight. And a big reason of that is there's no snowpack to reflect the snow back, the, the sun back into the sky there's no yeah. snowpack to keep the air cool down near the ground the ground is absorbing the heat now at this point right the ground well, is there radiating was, heat to keep yeah. this air, warm air warm and there was like even like later spring a lot of days it does get warm and then it drops in temperature again so it does freeze overnight like you were talking about this last week Mm-hmm. It didn't go below freezing even it at didn't. night. No, it was it was above freezing around the clock. Yep, for, which is I don't know how many days, but at least five. I'm thinking closer to eight. Absolutely unheard of for oh, yeah. around here. Oh, I yeah. mean, I'm sure that they could find some shit because you know that's one of the things that I always think is funny, where everybody freaks out and they're just like global warming, climate change, all this other stuff, and just be like, oh, yeah, I'm sure some of that's happening. But every single time we're like, did we break a record? They're like, yes, we broke a record that was set in 1915. Right. And, you know, we did this that was happened in 1915. This happened in 1915. And you're like, so over 100 years ago, all this shit happened once before. So we're right. just having a crazy fluke thing. And it's not like this is unprecedented. But, I mean, this year definitely kind of feels like it. I would be willing to say that, like, when all is said and done. Oh, yeah. This is going to be like the warmest winter oh, we've this had will on crush. record. Yeah, this is going it's, to crush. It already is. Uh, so when I watch the meteorologists in the morning, they're they're already looking at that and at the records. Like each month, as we get you know out of January, they're showing what January was, and then they're showing what February is, and they're showed what December was, and they're just like, oh yeah, this is just like way 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 up there. It's that's why we're doing this on February. You know, it's going to launch on February 12th. This podcast is going to launch on February 12th. This and weekend, the headline is yeah, rip ice season 2024. It, it's yeah, no way can we recover from it at this point. When you I just hear don't this, think we can. Yeah, when this podcast airs, it is the day after the Super Bowl. Yeah, which is. There's supposed to be crazy snow. We could go outside and play football right now, which is like, right? yeah, you'd be able to do that before, but it was in boots and snow pants. Everybody be yeah. running slow and stuff. Yeah. We bought a new sled because we found this sick sled and we're like, eventually we will have snow to sled yep. down the hill. Nope. nope. We don't have shit. So we just, we have a new sled. I bought a new shovel too. I was like, that's going to happen. I repaired my lawnmower. I brought it to like a professional and I'm like, if it's like last year, I need this thing running in tip top shape. 
for winter. Yep. And so far this year, I've just spent money where I'm just like, well, that was fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Same thing with my wife's car. Like, went and got like nice tires that, like, you know, nice tires aren't a bad thing. You should have them. But like, I've got like a good all season. Like, yeah. Those things look like they're going to be crazy good in the snow. And she struggled last year. Ah. There was multiple times. That she got stuck in our driveway last year, just trying yeah. to get into the house. Yeah, this. I mean, year, we had a crazy large amount of snow last year. That's oh, it was it was a crazy year. Yeah, I definitely. get what you're saying. But this year, I've there was one time I used the snowblower, and I didn't even need to. It wasn't even enough snow for it, really. It was just because I had my snow floor, snowblower fixed, mm-hmm. and I'm like, we got to see how this treks yeah, out. You gotta know, check it out. That was like, literally the only time that I could have used it. There's been nothing yeah, else nope. besides well, I, it. There was one time I was at work. I was I went into the office. My wife was like, I was restless. And so I just shoveled the driveway and I was like, but did you really, did you really need to? She goes, no, I just wanted something to do. Right. And it was just, I, I, I came home and I saw, and she just had used the shovel to push the fluff, like there was no shoveling. It was it was used as a plow. Oh yeah, just pushing it around. Yeah, yeah. Just pushed it from one side to the other, one side to the other, and went back in a row and did rows. And yeah, it cleared the driveway. She could have done it with a fucking broom. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Like that's how little snow we've gotten down here. You know, just a few, well, a few miles south of you. It's a decent amount right. of miles, but it's not that much. Right. No, yeah, not really. I mean, we usually have like, the same weather. You're you it's it's like one of us will get clipped by the heavy stuff every once in a while, but we're close enough where we usually have nearly the same weather. Yeah. And I don't think you're not really that much south, are you? No. Cuz you're like southwest, so it's not that far south. Right. Yeah. Yep. So, but yeah, it's so it's nuts. Yeah, but, yeah, and it's and I that's why I was willing. I was like, dude, we're just gonna talk about like, hell yeah, rip to the hard water season, and yeah. like I don't think that we're gonna be able to get back from this. Now, so the one of the meteorologists said you could actually start to see green grass and stuff like that popping up. This was the two weeks ago already. So I, mean, it I makes think it's sense. happening. Yeah. And also, he said, it's going to get cold again. So when it freezes, what's going to happen? And yep, it's freezing overnight. So if anybody like had plants yeah. popping up and shit like that, that's going to be a problem. The grass is going to survive. But, you know, I heard that people were seeing flowers bud and stuff like that. And it's like, we're supposed to be talking about, hey, can we get out? Let's talk about some ice fishing tips. And right. now we're sitting here going you really need to watch the ice safety this year like yes. really close really pay attention ice. to local hyper local ice safety find everything right. you can out before you go out there because this is nuts and maybe like me just get ready for that open water season yeah i have pretty much just said that the ice season is a wash if it gets cold again and it freezes and people are telling me that there's like a decent amount of ice, then I'll shift gears. 
But for right now, it just feels like it's all going to disappear. Right. And I'm here for it because I wanted to get more well-versed in the pre-spawn crappie anyways. Because, I mean, it was just a couple of years ago. We've talked about it on the pod too where I really started getting more into ice fishing and then started learning like, oh, these Mm -hmm. crappies are just kind of like suspending in the deepest areas, you know, where they're just kind of like in the middle of nothing. Mm -hmm. And... So now we're going from where they're going to be in the middle of nothing to where they're going to go to spawn. Mm -hmm. And the spawning is going to be happening, you know, in the shallow bays and the coves, depending on your area, Mm -hmm. or like the big, uh, in like natural lakes and stuff, like the one that I fish a lot, they're just in the big reed beds, the big because the reeds themselves are like a shelter from the water current and everything which is what they're mm. basically looking for is right a space where the current's not going to fuck with their nest right you know mm-hmm. so there is a transition period from where they're in their winter area to when they go to their spawn well like last year that was like a week it was like it's cold now it's warm and they just moved up yeah and now this year it's like what happens does the ice go away and they stay where they're at out in the deep water right because they're like yeah whatever or do they feel it warming up a little bit i'm assuming that they're just going to be in the middle someplace and it's just going to be a kind of a guessing game and you just you know you're really going to need electronics to figure this one out so it's going to be I am and reading that very, temperature, right? Don't you think that reading the water temperature is going to be water temperature is huge because water, yeah, water temperature is huge because water temperature is what dictates when they actually move up because mm-hmm. they have like an internal temperature gauge mm-hmm. when they're just like mm, it's kind of it's a little bit chilly, <laughs> I think, and then as soon as it hits the right temperature, they're just like oh, I'm ready <laughs> i oh did you guys feel that sunshine today right i'm i'm gonna fan a space and get me a lady dude that sunshine got me in the mood buddy I'm, i am ready to roll so it's it's something it's funny because it's literally there's that range of temperature mm-hmm and they just know when it hits it. I I don't know if there's something that they just, you know, they're like that old man that's just like, I can feel it in my bones. It's going to rain. You know, it's just like <laughs> they just know when to move up. They're like, yeah, right. obviously. Do right. You, can you not feel that? <laughs> Clearly, it's time for us to make babies. Clearly. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> just, <laughs> uh Yeah. It's time. <laughs> the old like lick the finger, check the wind thing. Yeah, checking the wind. Uh, of course, it's time for us to go up so we can get down. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But <laughs> but there's that transition period, and it's just going to be a real trying to like find out where they're at. So you're gonna right. you're gonna have to have electronics for the most part. Like you can, I'm sure you could do it without electronics, but it's going to be like find a spot, cast it out where you think it would be, mm-hmm. and then chill, you know. But you're also going to have to know almost like, like the ice depths. fishing, but with just open yeah. water, right? Exactly. And how I was talking about like how 
for the longest time I was using that GPS. Mm-hmm. Well, that GPS will tell you about where you're at, and you're going to have, you know, you, you can see where the spawning ground is. You can see where you would think that there would be a path mm-hmm. from where they're at the winter to where they would move into their shallow spot to spawn. Oh, interesting. And And some of it, too, depending on the area of the lake, you know, those main lake areas where like if you go on youtube and you watch the episode or like when we were out there fishing live oh josh yeah. was when i was so i had my little tiny boat and i was on the one side of the lake where they hadn't quite moved up yet mm. i bet you if i could have made it to the opposite side of the lake mm-hmm. where there's like a smaller uh, sheltered bay mm-hmm. that has darker bottoms and the water heats up and stuff there. Mm. I bet you the crappie were in there. We're in that one. And maybe not all the way up into the shallow spawning, but like in the middle of it. The weeds haven't Where gone, you grown have, up yet. You could have played it like you could have played the shallow or not the shallow game. You probably would have played deep to shallow where you would have like picked yeah. a spot and then moved it like from a deeper water into a shallow or, or I guess you could have went shallow out to deep too. Yeah. Well, I mean, but you when they're moved, moving, right? when they're in there, when they're in there spawning, mm-hmm. it, it would, most of the time, like you can see them. So it would have been like, just go in, look oh, in the shallows. So you're saying I don't you think see that they them. were actually up spawning. No, I side. think, I think they were in where they would have spawned. And there's a chance that they were up spawning, but they would have been in the deep part of that hole. Gotcha. Just ready to go. Where right. like when we filmed it, I would have had to go onto the main lake a little bit more, which was less sheltered from the wind. Yep. So part of the reason I didn't try that was because of the mics and the stuff. Mics. Yeah. Where I was just like, eh. but also I thought they would be up there and I had a boat that can go like five miles an hour top speed. So I was <laughs> right. like, well, we're just going to try here yeah, and yeah. hope for the best. It was a good but, try. That No yeah. doubt about that. But so, but oh, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Like, that's where they would have been. So they would have been just off of that. And I knew mm-hmm. I had like a week before it was going to hit that. We got two months before they're probably in that spawning, like that time mm-hmm. to move up to spawn. Mm-hmm. So there's going to be this transition period of like you really just kind of got to get out there and try to figure out where they're at, you know, because mm-hmm. they're they move in schools, so they shouldn't be that hard to spot if you have decent electronics. Mm-hmm. But there's a good chance that they're going to be moving during the day, that they start moving into the spawning, moving up a little bit mm. when it when the sunshine when gets the, warm, mm-hmm. you know, and it starts beating in, and the, and the fish. I don't know how intelligent they are or how good that like internal clock is or whatever it is that tells them to move up. Mm -hmm. I don't know if the sunshine comes out and that's enough for them to move up and then be like, feels like it could get warmer. Mm -hmm. And then they just go clearly not warm enough yet. We'll move back out. And if it's just a everyday float move in and move out and move in and move out or if they're just out in the depths and stuff so this is what i've been wanting to figure out 
right and try to learn and really get a good grasp on like trying to understand what they're doing is it can i go into a certain spot and be like this is where they were yesterday and then go back to that same spot and hit them again or mm-hmm. is it like i got to move into the shallows and then you know as soon as the sun goes down or even like cloud cover moves in all of a sudden i got to move out another you know 10 feet deeper or whatever mm-hmm. i don't know i don't have these answers <laughs> i know <laughs> right. i know i know the i know their movements and i know where they go and why they go there i right. just don't have any answers for what happens in this purgatory right. between ice and spawning because we don't always like last year have have an opportunity a, yeah it's not that long of a time all the right. time well and this you know? year too like you're you're saying is it might it might be a really long time because you got to think about the fact that even though the ice you know if it keeps going like this the ice is gonna melt off but yeah the temperatures are not going to just skyrocket like they did last year we're still going to have these lower you know days of sun and the lower intensity of sun and it's not going to just like take the water up like five degrees over a weekend like it did last year or whatever it was where it just like set them off quickly there could be a very long window here and what does that mean though you know is that a good thing is that a bad thing and I don't mean good or bad, but does that help the pre-spawn fishing right. or is it make it more difficult because they're not behaving, to, you know, they are yeah. doing something different. I hope they look at this point. I'm with you. RIP hard water. Get ready for yeah. open water. And I hope you can get out there and 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 get the answers to all those questions because you obviously have a lot of questions and are super curious about it. And I just sat yeah. there and just you rattle them off and go, "Yeah, man, what are they doing?" Yeah. You know, I'm well, super curious. Yeah, and like I forget the exact temperatures, but I thought it was between like 55 and 65 degrees is normally when they spawn. Mm. And even if it stays where it's like hitting 50 in the middle of the day. And it's dropping back down to 30 at night and this opens the ice. We're not the air temperature isn't even hitting where it needs to be for them to spawn. So you know right. the water temperature is not gonna it's warm not up gonna that be much. There. Yeah, exactly. So it's gonna be like it's gonna be like it's still that time of the winter, basically. Mm-hmm. Like I'm assuming they're gonna be kind of close to where they would be in the winter. But mm-hmm. at the same time, when the ice opens up, if the water just stays cold and the ice is open now, what happens when we start talking about current and stuff because of wind, which is something oh. that they're not dealing with right now with ice? So right, there's a lot of questions I have where I'm just kind of curious on like, do they strap on the feed bags and they start changing up their right. whole routine, but they're staying in the same spot? I would, I don't know if they're just like, we're cool with not moving right now because we're used to not eating anything else right now or right. I don't, there's so many questions that I don't have good answers for because on other years when the ice has opened early, even I haven't had the electronics or the ability to get out there and really try to figure it out. So hopefully this year 
I'm able to do that and really try to try to get a good grasp on what's going on. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And if anybody else has answers about that too, I mean, preferably if you live in an area where the ice goes out, even, even if you're like a little bit more South where your ice goes out early, but it Mm. doesn't warm up enough to have them spawn early. Yeah. What are you, what are you dealing with right now? That might be the perfect person to talk to. Yeah. Somebody that's like in Iowa. That's what I was going to say. Are there lakes in Iowa? (laughs) Yeah. Where the ice goes out at the same time but they're not spawning until later because they're dealing with 50 degree temperature. Yeah. Cause it's, you're right. The water temp would still, it's that whole thing. Like you said, it's like 50 high during the day, you know, 30, I don't know, you know, 35 at night. It's not changing the water, but it will get rid of the ice. I mean, it's right. not changing the water enough, but it will melt the ice. And that's right, like, right. right. Here we are in February. Looks like that's what we're getting up against. Yep. Crazy I stuff. sure as hell hope you get out there. It's really funny. It's not really funny, I guess, but it's just kind of it's kind of a funny thing. You did not have that pre-spawn on your list of uh goals this year. Yeah, and now <laughs> and now maybe there's an opportunity this year, but I I think it was just so defeating last year. And we yeah, were trying to I mean, be more was, realistic. Go listen to our goals episode. It's a good one. Right. Yep. It was more of a just like maybe we're getting too far and, you know, we'll just roll with what we're given. And now maybe I'm given that opportunity, which would be super sick. Yeah. And also, please warm up and let me try to fish for a walleye <laughs> in the open water season now. Like, what is what I, I, I got to go look in the books. Love that. Like, is there even a rule about that? I would assume that, like, as, as there even had to be talk about that before, right? Right. Where they're like in the circuit in the in the rare situation of open water in February, right? Uh, you can't do this, or right. as there ever uh, is it literally just like there's never needed to be a rule about this before, right? You know, uh-huh. I don't know because <laughs> they do they do spawn earlier, so if the water opens in February the walleye might legitimately start trying to spawn way before they should. Right. Making it still be in the ice fishing season. And I don't know. I'm, oh, maybe I should, maybe question, I should go. And, yeah. Cause that's maybe I should idea, go and look right? in the book. Is maybe that... there is some sort of a, go ahead. Maybe there is some sort of a rule where they're just like, you know, if ice opens and the water warms up, Mm-hmm. You still can't cast for him or something. I don't know, dude. Yeah, I've I don't know. Either, never had to ask these questions. <laughs> I know it's actually really exciting to because I didn't think about that before this episode. Or I would have tried to do some research on it be, because I'm not. I, I'm just. I'm just thinking about it shutting down, right? Like, yeah. I'm. I'm just thinking about. Okay, there's no opportunity to get out on the ice at the beginning of 2024 anymore. The, any right. chance of ice fishing is now going to be back down into the November, you know, uh, December area. And that idea that you've come up with, with the walleye makes my brain melt. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I, I get what you're saying. Like to explain it in words, you're, we're saying 
the reason that there is this break in the walleye season here because walleye is like the one of the most popular fish to fish for in Minnesota. Yes. It's literally a break to let them spawn. Right. Like and that can... from everything we can see, everything we can short of talking to a DNR officer that knows the reason why the law was made. That's it. That's why yeah. there's a break in the walleye season. It's to let them mm-hmm. spawn. Right. And like when, if you're trying to catch them while they're spawning, um, I'm, I know that like they're kind of tired and they're kind of like lethargic after all the spawning is done. And I think if you're able to, like if you catch one and you fight one, mm-hmm. that they might not have the energy to like go and try to catch any bait fish or like any food for themselves. Mm-hmm. So I think you might be like, yeah, you, they need that time to recover. You need to give them their space to recover, mm-hmm. you know? Right. It's yeah. like if you went, you know, you think about it like a, a lady, pregnant lady has a baby. Right. And then immediately after that, she needs some recovery time. Right. And then instead you walk in and you toss her a couple of boxing gloves and you're just like, <laughs> we're about to fight. <laughs> I'm guessing a couple of them aren't going to make it, you know? <laughs> right. <laughs> just like the <laughs> yeah. there's nobody there giving them food. I mean, you should think about it like that. If you came in and you boxed the lady and then you were like immediately after you you know worked her over a little bit then you're like go find yourself some dinner (laughs) i'm not gonna be cooking you any food right this guy i told this guy not to help you you know yeah (laughs) yeah no uh, yeah you're making a good point and i it could be it could be a real real problem so they normally don't do that and mm -hmm. normally the spawning period they're just like ice houses off by march the ice is right. about to open up. We don't ice fish or we don't fish for walleyes during this time because the walleyes are going to be spawning because this is when it warms up on a regular basis. This is what normally right. happens. Right. And, and now water's open. We yeah. know that this is a multi-million dollar fish, if not billion dollar fish. Right. Let's yep. do it. Get them, get people out there as soon as possible. And I should say, just like we've said many other times, go check your regulations. I'm going to because I had the thought of like, oh, I can fish for the fish in open ice because the regulations, you know, normally state that this is when you cannot fish for them anymore. This is when it's. And it literally, as we were talking here, hit me. Maybe there is some sort of a regular, like, stipulation of in the circumstance of open ice right you can't yeah, yeah like you said it starts that, whenever but... whenever the ice opens so i'm just i'm just reiterating yeah to make sure people know that right you know i don't want people being like oh they're officer the podcast host clearly <laughs> stated <laughs> <laughs> right yeah and definitely check Check the local regs. You're going to check the regs uh, report and report back, I assume, because we're going to... This isn't the last time we're going to talk about this part of it, right. but it is like the end of the 
the ice season. Like that's it. That's the end of this. We, you know, we'll wrap up here in just a second, but like, that's the end of this topic. That's the end of the ice season. There is no, like, there's no more direct ice conversation to be had. I, I don't think in the 2024 season, it's just, that's it. Get ready for open water. Read the regs. Right. <laughs> it's, it's I would. Time. I was just kind of thinking to myself that it'd be funny too if if somebody did the you know officer clearly the podcast host stated and then it'd just be like you mean the same podcast host that like five minutes later said he was gonna box a chick and then tell her to go fend for herself <laughs> <laughs> box a pregnant lady and tell her to go find her own dinner <laughs> that guy that's the one you were listening to <laughs> <laughs> that's great well tim i don't think i have any more on that i mean the that like i said we'll wrap soon but i yeah yeah i mean i think it's going to be a lot of the same stuff if anybody's wondering like how would i fish these things go back and check out some of our other episodes we talked about crappie fishing and stuff before crappie minnows if you can find them because we touched about on the bait if the crappie minnows are out there when you got a chance to go get the crappie minnows mm-hmm. go get that same kind of jigs you would use in the spring when the water opens same everything it's not going to be any different than any other time you'd be out there fishing except for when the water is cold you might have to slow down that's to right catch the fish yes you always say yeah. that and th- thank you for the reminder because i forget it too it's just like yeah so don't be cast such yeah. a big difference yep exactly don't be casting out there thinking you can just like rip through certain areas you might be able to find those fish and it might you know you might have to just put a jig on a bobber or a minnow on a bobber and that's like your only option mm-hmm. like jigging might be a little bit too fast because when you're jigging through the ice you're kind of vertical jigging you're moving that jig Mm. a lot but that jig is kind of sitting in in the same spot just right. kind of moving you know i don't know if you can really get away with pulling it through a thing fast they, right they might turn to see it and as it goes they're all just like holy shit dude, that guy's lightning i got no chance that's you the, see that little guy the fastest moving. human on earth right there <laughs> that's the fastest kid alive. <laughs> yep, that's what I was looking for. Fastest yeah. kid alive. Yep. <laughs> He's the fastest kid alive. Oh, he's the fastest kid alive. <laughs> you get it? So I was like, whatever. I'm just gonna throw it out there. That that's the one. <laughs> oh, that was great. All right, Tim. We're gonna jump into the random take, but before we do, we have to take a break. You hit the break. Here we are, patreon.com slash real AFTV. That's right, patreon.com slash real AFTV. Real like fish and real. We are on Patreon and we are coming to tell you, and by we, I mean me and Tim, Real AFTV podcast here, yep. coming to you to say we have a Patreon as low as $1 a month, but hey, you could go up to 100 if you really wanted to get crazy with it. It's there. Go over to our website, realaf.tv. You can find the Patreon link right there or go to Patreon and look us up, Real AF TV, Real Like Fish and Real. And we have things like for $50 a month, we will customize 
what kind of tackle is it, Tim? We have some in the warehouse right now that we haven't actually ran A lure. Yes. Lure. Thank it you. Is a, is a crankbait. Crankbait? Yes. We will customize a crankbait for you. At yes. the $50 tier. Also, Patreon, if you're new to the whole Patreon thing, if you're on a podcast, you're probably not that new to it. But Patreon is is something that you can jump in and out of. Like if you do $50 this month, bam, you get the custom lure, but you don't want to do that for the whole year. You jump down to the $5 a month tier where you're going to get early access content. You can help vote on the random take, uh, one of the random takes for the month. And, uh, you know, we'll keep up with you on Patreon as well. Like just a direct Patreon contact. There's communication you do only through Patreon. That's what I'm trying to say. So if you're new... There's just a little intro to it. Um, yeah. Yeah. And to clarify that that custom painted lure is a fully custom painted lure, like the pattern and everything. That yes. won't be just something that we have a lure that we just like write really FTV out. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Thank you, Tim. Thank you for, yeah. for clearing that up because yes, it 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 is a it's a it's a slug for lack of a better word right now, and it will be turned into something right right <laughs> <laughs> i'm not good at the the whole fishing lingo so maybe tim you could evaluate on that a little or like elaborate on yeah that i mean it's, like, it's it's yeah right now it has no color and i will give it color I, there we it go will, it will look like a uh, a bait fish imitation of some sort it might not be exactly colored it might not be realistic you know some of that stuff out there yeah yeah the different companies work with makes different stuff but it will be a custom painted uh lure lure and it won't look like dog shit (laughs) not to not to be too full of myself but i'm i'm i have some talent you you have some artistic talent yeah very true if you know friends and family and stuff like that that got a few bucks to kick our way let them know realaf.tv scroll down a little bit there's the patreon link it'll shoot you right over sign up for a little bit yeah welcome back to the real af tv podcast show about fishing random takes from land of ten thousand lakes if you're just catching this on a friday it means it's a split and we caught your attention because i put the timberwolves in there T-Wolves, baby. <laughs> it's not Timberwolves, but I wore my blue. Oh, yeah. I have a Timberwolves shirt coming, but it didn't get here in time. And I didn't order it just for the podcast. We oh, just yeah. decided to talk about Timberwolves. But I got to tell you guys, I'm pretty excited about it because it looks like the Step Brothers picture <laughs> where they're so both wearing the, the... And I think part of it makes it look more like the Step Brothers because... Uh, cat and ant do have bigger hair oh. and both will and uh, uh john c Riley yeah. have like big like mm-hmm. white ish afros you know right uh <laughs> so, so the awesome. big hair kind of works but yeah it's those two in sweater vests like in a family photo of anthony edwards and carl anthony towns and I can't wait. I hope it fits proper because you never know what you're getting. When you order it's on from, the internet. Yeah, you never know. Yeah. I've ordered. There was one. I have a Rick and Morty 
sweatshirt someplace. Oh yeah, yeah. You've told that me that I looked is at that the that sizes. Overprint. Yeah, yeah. That I looked at the sizes and I'm like, I don't know. It seems like these sizes are a little bit weird. So I'm like, whatever. If it's too big, I can still wear it around the house. Like I got like a five X, and it's like a, a large. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's the five X. It's the Chinese five X. It's insane. It's like the biggest. Like <laughs> I've never even been close to a five X, and I'm like, right. whatever. We'll just go five X, and it's so small. <laughs> <laughs> so ridiculous. <laughs> Seriously, so ridiculous. Yeah. Nuts. Um. But that Super Bowl, I mean, right? That was a crazy Super game. Bowl. That was a crazy game. Congratulations to taylor swift on winning the whole thing because obviously <laughs> that's what it's all about that's all anybody cares about she won heard, because she got the most publicity out of all of them <laughs> have you heard all these people that talking about the number 13 no so apparently number 13 is her favorite and they're talking yep. about there's like some conspiracy stuff and there's like a psyop or whatever. I haven't looked into it because I don't even know what the hell they're talking about. They're just like, is Taylor Swift a psyop? And I'm like, what does that even mean? What does that even mean? I don't know what you're talking about. Like a famous pop star is having a fling, maybe more than that in the, I don't know, but she's having a fling currently with a famous football player. And I think part of the weird conversation that comes up is people being like, are they really, you know, I mean, does anybody really even know who Travis Kelsey is? I mean, he's Taylor Swift is putting him on the map like, um, well, Travis Kelsey just broke Jerry Rice's record for the most catches in the playoffs ever. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of Jerry Rice. He's kind of famous. This is now the new catching, like the new receiving leader all time in the playoffs. That's how many times he's been to the playoffs. Right. He has multiple Super Super Bowl rings. Right. He is a huge name in sports. And the fact that they're just like, well, Taylor Swift really made him know. Like, no, Taylor Swift brought eyes to him that don't in, care about in football. a different way yeah yeah exactly yeah. that's all that happened anybody that knows football knows who the kelsey brothers are right and jason travis's brother is not as well known but most people know his brother mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. but it's still crazy that they're just like taylor but anyways the number 13 they're going off on it because it's like kansas city was the number three seed and the San Francisco 49ers were the number one seed. That's 13. That's one and What's three. four plus nine? Yep. That's 13. Yep. What's uh, the day before the Super Bowl, Taylor Swift's going to be flying in from Tokyo. How long of a flight is that? 13, 13 hours. hours. It's, it's just so like you really, easy to find those connections like that when I you're mean, looking for it's them. It's silly. fucking silly. Do you how- really think that she went to Tokyo just to fly? Yeah. She's going to fly from Tokyo right. on a 13 hour flight right. the day before the Super Bowl just to have another 13? Yeah. Are you, no. This is just stupid. It's also probably a lie. She's probably not going to be in Tokyo. Like, look at her tour schedule. She's probably in fucking Vancouver or something like she, that. She she could be. Who knows? I have but that's no what I'm idea. saying. Like that. That's just how ridiculous yeah. these things get. It's because when you want to find those things, they do, and people do yeah. that. It's like that's their hobby. It's like you're 
Dude, Ridiculous. and you know what's bugging the shit out of me? I have been seeing like other clips of podcasts and stuff, mm-hmm. and it's not it's not like how I'm doing this here, where I'm being like, "Have you heard about all this stupid shit that they're saying?" And they're and they're and I'm talking and about just, how other people are saying it. Yeah, these people are coming on after I've heard it like five other spots coming on like it's knowledge that they came up with. Do you hear this? Thirteen. I'm just saying. What's what's four plus nine? Thirteen. I'm just saying. You're just saying, or you've heard it five other times from everybody else at <laughs> least because somebody else was just like her favorite number is 13. Mm-hmm. How many times can I make this up? But the other thing that I saw that they're making like memes of where they're like playing like kind of like ominous music and showing Brock Purdy, which is the quarterback for the 49ers run out of the tunnel. Mm. His number's 13. Mm-hmm. So her favorite number is the quarterback for the opposing team. Mm, mm-hmm. So they're just like, have you heard this? Her favorite number is 13, this and that. And then all of a sudden they show Brock Purdy right out of the tunnel. And he's just like warming up and stuff. And it's like, oh no, what is he? Like the the 13 destroyer? What the fuck is this? I don't... <laughs> this is, <laughs> it's just, just like they're trying to bring all this crazy narrative to it. Like it's going to be this whole thing and all they care about is uh, Taylor Swift and then we're like Usher is going to be the halftime show. And are we going to keep... sold 13 million records of his first oh record to go gosh. platinum. I heard that's how big his dick is. <laughs> <laughs> how insane is that what dude that's crazy 13 inches she's gonna love it <laughs> it's just so stupid everything what size is usher's feet 13, 13. is plural of feet is probably no s whoops <laughs> i got dick on the brain <laughs> oh my gosh Oh man, it's just like uh, we weren't even supposed to talk about the Super Bowl. I just wanted to make a joke how the Super Bowl hasn't even happened yet when we're (laughs) recording this, but when it comes out, the Super Bowl will have been over. So I was just like setting us up for something funny, and now we've gone on for like seven minutes of fucking. Hey, I will say if the Super Bowl, if you guys watched it and any of the quarters ended. With two or six, because I'm on a Super Bowl board, know that I won a little bit of money and I have some new fishing lures. <laughs> I definitely bought them, Just or saying. I bought a piece of new. Depends on how much I got. Oh, you know, if I hit, if somehow two and six land on the fourth quarter, I you don't know. I don't know what I got, Tim. Something probably. I don't know how you something. ended up with the numbers two and six, but you should have picked one and three. You don't get the pick. I know. You, I know. I know. You, yeah. <laughs> it's just, I, would, I was one just leading and, into the joke again. One and three, zero, zero, seven, seven, zero, seven. Those are all really good numbers. Five and five is the worst. You, like that one's the lowest probability. Five and five is terrible. You hit five and five, you're just fucked. But 12 and six isn't too bad because if you miss like one extra point, then six or two on either side. If you miss one extra point, it becomes way more probable. You miss one extra point, then all of a sudden you got six points instead of seven. And then you right. score a field goal and another touchdown, that's 16. 
it, it keeps going. You miss one extra point, and all of a sudden my six becomes way more probable. Right. Anyways, just know that especially because the fourth quarter pays out more. If I hit the fourth quarter, if it's twelve, is if it's two and six are the last numbers. I don't know how it works. I might <laughs> I be able to tell you. Like I might. I might be able to tell you guys what it's like to have a forward facing sonar. You know. Hey, just saying, come back to the full podcast next week. Just saying, if I got a two and a six, and then I might be able to give you a review on that in February. (laughs) 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 Right. Full circle. All these these callbacks, good stuff. Also, (laughs) clip this one out. Isn't it crazy how the Super Bowl went into halftime tied at 13-13? What the fuck, dude? I know, right? And then 13 Ghosts is a movie <laughs> with Elizabeth Banks. No, not Elizabeth Banks. Is it Elizabeth something, isn't it? You can say whatever you want. It, just, it doesn't matter. It's all made up anyway. <laughs> Elizabeth Banks was that lady that was in Pitch Perfect. Pitch Perfect is like you're hitting a note that probably has something to do with 13. <laughs> <laughs> All right, just dude. start yelling out people and just somebody hears that they go, he's right. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I heard it on the internet. He is right. I swear it. Um, okay. Let's jump into basketball stuff because you got a lot on your mind. You keep Basket. sending me these clips. Oh. So I'm, I'm just going to kick it off with one thing because I think you can go quick about this. You keep sending me clips on Instagram and... I'm not a huge basketball fan. I love watching it from the sidelines. You know, like I love to be in, you've created me into a like sideline observer of basketball. And I keep seeing the ridiculous scores on the tickers. And I'm like, what the fuck is nobody playing defense? What is going (laughs) on? And then you keep sending me wolves playing D and I'm like, yep. fucking hey, look at that shit. Uh, it is so holding thick. most teams like around the hundred mark. You know, like some people aren't hitting a hundred against us. Others are like around a hundred. When like you're looking at these other takers where it's like 135 to 137. Yeah. Some people are hitting like 150, 140. Oh my God. It's not happening against us for the most part. Some of the games still are. Also, I'd like to take this opportunity real quick to say if anybody hears this that is a Wolves fan that is out there every time we lose, which hasn't been a lot this season, every time they lose, they just be like, this is the worst team ever. Oh, my God, we fucking suck. I can't fucking stand you people. Every like lose losses are going to happen. I'll yeah. tell you this. In the 2015-2016 season, I believe that was the one, the Warriors set the record at 73 wins and nine losses on the regular season. Mm -hmm. They only lost nine times that whole season. That's fucking wild. Do you know who one of those losses were to? (laughs) The Timberwolves in Golden State. And we were like a 30-win team. Yeah. I was going to say Did the anybody sit there saying we're the worst team ever? We're one of the worst teams in the NBA at that time based off a of win percentage. I'm looking at the ticker. 
I literally am like watching our standings and just being like, don't be last in the division. Not the whole West. We are the first in the West right now. Right now. Then, then, right now, currently, right now, yep, we're the first in the West with our win over Milwaukee last night, who is was second in the East. I think they got surpassed um, with with the loss loss we handed to them last night. What up? Nice. But uh, so um, and part of the reason that they fell down is because they're coaching. I'm going to get into that because what the shit. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) But we were like, I just didn't want us to be last in like whatever the hell our division is. I forget. I don't remember the names of the divisions like I do in football. You're right. Because it's like we're because there's the east and the west, and then there's three divisions in the east and the west, right? Yeah, we're like the northwest or some shit or yeah. midwest. But I don't each, know what the each hell. Each east, are. east and west is split up into three parts, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's like in ours, it's like OKC and Portland and Denver and somebody else. So like we have like a murderer's row of the west no in our shit. actual division, right? Because those are the three people we have the same record right now currently. But we hold the tiebreaker, I think. Really? Yeah, I think. Holy shit. I think maybe we're one game above OKC, and then I think the Clippers and, or no, the Clippers. I think we're one game above the Clippers, and I think Denver and OKC have the same record as us, but Damn. we hold the tiebreaker, right, or whatever, however it works. Yeah, so we're all at thirty-five wins, That's... which. When you hear this, has probably changed, right? You know? Yeah, of course. They, they play basketball like every other day. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Sometimes back to back. Sometimes you get like two day break, and then some days you'll play two games in a row, um, which has been a hindrance for some of the games where it's like, who decided this shit? Mm. Where like we play one game and then we got to travel to a different city. What you know? The next day, yeah, where it's like road games back to back, where you got to mm. go to a different city that's in a crazy location, just dumb. I don't know, some of it's weird, but uh, yeah, that year when we won against the Warriors, nobody was talking shit, and we were like bottom of our division. Yeah, and now we're Not, sitting, we're sitting up high, and. People still jump in the comments. Oh, fuck, worst team. They're the worst. Yeah. Worst team ever, even <clears throat> though. Because they're not putting up 150 a game. Yeah. Well, just because, like, we'll have a bad game and we won't score a lot of points. And then, like, a not great team will put up a bunch of points against us. And they're like, we can't beat a good team or a bad team. Mm. But a good team. Well, it's like the bad teams know how good we are and they're playing their faces off. Right, and our guys are taking the foot up, taking their foot off the pedal a little bit, but also, it's basketball. Not everybody is a lights out shooter every single night. Yeah, the other night we lost to the Bulls. A couple of those guys couldn't fucking miss. Oh, really? Mil- the Milwaukee hot, huh? game, yeah, the Milwaukee game looked a lot better than it should have because they had some uh, white dude off the bench, and I forget what <laughs> his name Rando. is. Yeah, I forget what his name was. It was like some hillbilly, or whatever. Not Rando, but he was good in college, and I don't know what he's really done uh, in 
the pros, mm-hmm. lights out, dude. They tossed him the ball, and he was draining three after three. Like it was like he couldn't miss. Damn. He almost hit thirty points. He had a he had a career high, mm. and that was still we beat him by thirty points. But they made yep. it look better than it was. Like they should have never even came close to breaking a hundred. And that guy was shooting lights out because right. they're on a big stage and they're trying to show what they can do and get yeah. more playing time. Here's my opportunity. Yeah. And I'm he was all out. And so there yeah. it was. And that's the same thing with the Bulls. There was some Kobe something. I don't know what his last name was. Mm-hmm. Has a big afro. I'm not familiar with this kid, but he put up like 35 points against us. And it was like he just <laughs> couldn't miss that night. It just happens sometimes. Right. And we are the best defensive team in the league. And we couldn't stop him. It just happens. Yeah. So anyways, I just get perturbed when people are just like, we fucking suck. <laughs> I hate it too. There's a couple of guys like, because I am a delivery driver. I said that in the first segment. But if you didn't watch that segment, I'm a delivery driver. I go to a lot of different spots. There's a couple of different spots that I got to pick up from when I go in there. Some of these people know that I like the wolves and they watch the wolves. And sometimes I walk in and they're like, Timberwolves fucking sucking dick. I'm just like, yeah, <laughs> last night wasn't a great game. And they're just like, the one dude was like, I'm never going to watch a game again. And I'm just like, I pray fuck? that you don't. And you never talk to me about basketball again. Just mm. shut the fuck up. Right. You don't need to be this negative bullshit all the time. Just be like, we suck. Don't we? And just be like, Next game, bro. Yeah. Right. Last sometimes I get mad about the stupid passes that they make and the turnovers make me mad. And I'm just like, can we just protect the ball during the game? Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. definitely talk shit where I'm watching the game. I'm like, stupid ass ref call. Oh, god damn, he just threw away the ball. That's stupid. You right, know, I get right. mad because I want us to win. So I'm just like that coach, you know, where I'm just right. like, God damn, guys. Right. You can't be making that pass, you know? Yeah. But after the game is over, whatever, we lost. Move on. I'm not like the next day just being like, you see that stupid ass loss last night? How stupid was that? Just like, <laughs> right. And then on a good night, I'm assuming you go in and it's just like, good game last night, huh? Yeah, that's what I should do. Start walking in. You see that win last night? Fuck, we're the greatest. How about you shut the fuck up about losing? <laughs> God dang, dude. Anyways, <laughs> on to... The Bucks, real and quick. And this is directly related to the game that the Wolves just played against them. No, not just not directly related to oh, the okay. game the Wolves played. Directly, the Wolves game had a little bit to do with it, but the coaching and the. All right, so <laughs> I just start with this. Their coach the one that they had in the beginning of the season, Mm -hmm. the one that had them second in the East behind Boston, who is the best team in the whole league. It's not like they're just the best in the East. Mm -hmm. They hit 40 wins tonight. Boston did? Yeah. Everybody in the East is a three-way tie at 35. They're five games ahead of everybody. Jeez. And more than five games ahead, because I think the second place in the East is like 34 wins. Okay. So they're five games ahead of the three best teams in the West, in, and and they're six games ahead of second place in the East. Right. So the coach for the Bucks was Adrian Griffin. Okay. And it says the Bucks' choice to fire 
First-year head coach Adrian Griffin on Tuesday was no overnight decision. Now, he was a first-year coach, but their team had acquired Damian Lillard. Sometimes it's a little bit hard to try to figure out how to get two guys working together well or whatever. Yeah. Second in the East still. They are the second team. Mm -hmm. Better than everybody else in the East except for Boston, who's – Playing better than everybody right now. Right. And they say it was born out of months of underwhelming play with internal concerns growing about the severe decline of their once elite defense, the flawed use of newcomer Dilly, Damian Lillard, alongside franchise centerpiece Giannis Antetokounmpo, <laughs> the Greek freak. You might not say it like that. You know, how do you, what's Greek sound like? Yeah, I don't like that. <laughs> Oompa or whatever. Opa. Opa. Yeah. Uh, and a widespread fear that this group, which was widely expected to contend for a title, was likely to fall short if Milwaukee stood pat. I don't know what pat means. Anyways, this is from The Athletic is what they're hitting on here. But, again, second, they're saying underwhelming play. Yeah. Uh, they weren't playing as good as they could, and their defense wasn't that great. So they're saying they're underwhelming defense. But at the same time, they're winning games. They're not stopping anything. So they fire this coach. Yeah. And then they hire Doc Rivers. Doc Rivers has coached a couple of different teams, and he has had them playing well. And they've been in first place a couple of different times because that's how you end up being the coach of the all-star team. When your team is in first place, or like in this situation, if you were the coach last year, you cannot, you're not eligible to be the coach next year. Mm. Mm-hmm. So Doc Rivers has been the coach three different times in the all-star game already. Hey. One of which being when he coached the Celtics with KG. which was the only time he won a championship. The other times Doc River has made it to the playoffs with all-star casts because he always has good teams because that's just what happens when you have a coach that has a good reputation. Right. You just keep getting the good players, and then people are like, he's the greatest coach of all time. Right. Have you looked at the players he has? It's hard not to be a good coach. It's just like that. Coach for the Bulls. He had Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen Scottie and Dennis Rodman. Rodman. And then once he yep. won a bunch with them, he got to coach the Lakers with Shaq and Kobe. Right. Like, this is nuts. And yeah. they're like, he's the greatest coach of all time. Hard to be bad when you have that many people. And when Doc Rivers won a championship in Boston with the Celtics, he had KG. Ray Allen and Paul Pierce. That's three Hall of Famers. Right. I don't know if they're Hall of Fame yet, but they will be. They will be. But three Hall of Famers on the same team. Mm -hmm. And how you, you know, the odds of you losing are not great. You know, so you you could pretty much put anybody in there. And all they got to, like, you set up plays and you obviously got to know about basketball. I'm not saying that he's an idiot. And there's like a lot of morale to it and whatever, but like. Yeah. But here's the thing. Doc Rivers has won one game as the Bucks head coach. 
And because the Celtics coach coached the all-star game last year, the coach of the number two team becomes the coach of the all-star team. So Doc Rivers had no job up until this point, came in as the Bucks coach, has won one out of the five games that he has coached so far, <laughs> and he is the East All-Star coach <laughs> in 2024, which is just what the fuck? Why is there not some – if there's a clause that says you can't coach when you're the returning coach, if you're the best team in mm-hmm. the East for the second year in a row, you don't get to come back as the All-Star coach. How come there's not some other sort of clause that says if you've only been there for one week, he's been there for one week right? when they when they named him as the coach. And now I say that he's only won one out of the last five games when he, he only had three games under his belt mm. and one win. Three games and one win yep. when he became the all-star East coach. <laughs> and now he just – I mean, the players – I mean, it's almost a joke. Obviously, he's been in the league for a long time. Right. And he has done some stuff, and he does have a ring with Boston. Yeah. But at the same time, he's like, all right, guys, we're going to do this. We're gonna, I'm going to tell you, and you're going to get in there, and you're going to play. Because <laughs> that's what he sounds like. He sounds like a fucking idiot. He's, <laughs> I don't know. There's something wrong with his voice. When you Google, I was trying to – because I was trying to get some clarification – I put in, why is Doc Rivers, and that's how far I got because I was going to say, why is he the coach of the East? Because I didn't understand why it wasn't the Celtics coach. Because if you're the best, like the Timberwolves are, the Timberwolves coach, Chris Finch, will be the coach of the West. That's fucking awesome. Yeah. So you're going to have the Timberwolves coach, Chris Finch, Carl Anthony Towns, and Anthony Edwards are all... In the All-Star game, Anthony Edwards is going to be in the skill competition, so you could check that out the day before the All-Star game, I believe. Mm. And then I'm assuming that Carl Anthony Towns is going to be in the three-point contest as well because he won it one year, and he did, uh, when he was thanking people, said like, hey, I might be in another thing too. So he's going to be in the three-point contest, I would assume. Mm. It would be crazy if he was in the skills competition. That'd be kind of cool, though, honestly, to that see a seven-footer try to take on his teammate, see if he could beat Ant. <laughs> I don't know if he could do it, but um, that'd be fun to he watch. He might be but- in the there's so there's there's a and ah fuck I forgot who the coach was I should have written it down, but um there's like somebody's coaching there there's two coaches I think there's a WNBA versus NBA three point contest going on. Ooh. Yeah. So maybe he's going to be one of those three, you know, because it was a team sort of situation. It wasn't just like, hey, here's our two hottest three fucking point shooters. It was like a team situation. Yeah. It sounded like. I don't know all the details, but maybe he's going to be in that. They have in the past done something where it was like uh, current male, uh, current NBA, current WNBA, and then like a veteran. Oh. So they had, yeah, because I remember the one year um, it was Kenny the Jet who is on, like if you ever watch TNT, they have Charles Barkley, yep, Ernie, that white guy is Ernie, mm-hmm. and then uh, Shaq, 
and then Kenny okay. is the other guy. Kenny can shoot the three. Oh, okay. And it was him and somebody else. And it wasn't like a three-point contest. It was like a make a free throw, make a... Oh, make one from the top uh, of the key and make one from... Yeah, make a layup and then and yeah. then a half-court shot. And it was whoever could hit those shots in the least amount of time <laughs> won. That's cool. Yeah, so maybe it's something like that, or I don't know. Every year is a little bit different, especially in the skills competitions, because they just right. get to mess around and do what they want. Yeah, you know. Yeah, those are dope. I love watching those. I don't. I'm. I don't have any channels that get this stuff, so I'm gonna. I'm sure I'll miss it. But did you see? Did you see that court that they're playing on? No. Full LED court for the skills competition. The whole court. Whole fucking court, dude. It's changing. They have like different floors for different sets and like it's fucking cool looking, dude. It is so that sick. Sounds dope. Yeah, you gotta just go to the go to the NBA's um YouTube channel. They have a video just out. They're like, check out the fucking floor. Nice. Whole thing's check LED, it out dude. for sure. It Hell looks yeah. Cause I saw, so sick. I wanna watch it. I, I saw some of that stuff where like <clears throat> um the th- the free throw line. I know it was like women's basketball overseas or something where they were playing like the, the painted area of the, like inside the free throw line Mm. was like led screens and oh really had stuff going on in there. Yeah. It was cool looking, but I don't remember what game that was or where it was. So that's going to be sick to see. I can't wait. They had like four pointer on the floor and shit because like it would just pop up on the floor oh, yeah if you shot from that circle it'd be a four pointer so i don't know what any nice. of that is because i've never seen the skills other than the dunk contest and the three point oh yeah well the skills competition like the one that ant's gonna be in i think is like there's kind of these uh, they're taller than cones but Mm-hmm. For lack of a better description, it's like cones that you have to dribble around mm-hmm. and then you have to pass the ball into like an open hole. It's like a net. You basically got to oh, chest okay. pass it. Yep. Or I don't know if they tell you you got to bounce pass it or if you can just do whichever one chest pass makes more sense. So you you dribble down the one way going through the cones, make the pass. If you miss the pass, you got to grab the ball and pass again. And then... um after you make that pass, you got to grab the ball, dribble down, do it again, and then you got to take it in for a layup or a dunk or whatever it happens to be mm-hmm. on the other side. Mm-hmm. So it's it's that kind of deal where it's like show that you can dribble, show that you can pass, dribble down the other way, yeah. pass, yep. make the shot, and whoever does it fastest wins that competition. So it's like show that you can do everything. Right. Basically. Yeah. yeah. That's kind of what I figured it was. Cap- Cat might have actually done that one year. Now that I'm thinking of it, hmm. that one year when he did the three point contest, he might have done both of them. But I don't know if you did the skills competition. Now like to do the skills, it, you have to be on the team too, right? Is is that how it works? I don't think so. Okay, like you could be uh, you, not. I don't want to. I want to say drafted, but like you could you have be to, elected or voted yeah. into the skills competition, but not on the you, team. Yeah, I think you have to like be invited. Like, I think oh. those kind of competitions, like if you're good at doing that stuff, then you are been recruited eligible. Almost, right? Like, yeah, like the dunk contest. Right. The dudes out there that are just dunking are the ones that are making it into the dunk contest. They're not necessarily 
anywhere near being an all-star. And as a matter mm-hmm. of fact, most all-stars don't do it. Don't dunk. Which is something that don't has do changed. Don't do the dunk contest, which is something that's changed from past years. Oh, yeah. Which I wish would have been something that kept going on. It's almost been like the cool kids don't do that. Like, nah, we're in the all-star game. We don't do that dunk contest anymore. But you kids that can dunk that aren't in the all-star game can come and dunk Mm. and show us what you got. And it almost been like, I wish it wouldn't have been like that because back in the day you had like Dominic Wilkins and Jordan and all these yeah, big the 90s guys. Were fucking, the dunk contest was the all-star Hell yeah, game They were just me, going <laughs> 100% and they were going off and it was the best of the best. And it was like, I bet you LeBron could have threw down some dope dunks. He did in game. But I bet like if you let him get creative in there, he could have really threw down some good stuff. Yeah. But instead, you got some guys that have some crazy ups that are extremely talented dunkers. And now... You do have guys like Zach Levine, who is a borderline all-star, except for he got hurt this year. Mm. But he was so good in the dunk contest two years in a row when he was with us. Yeah. And then he, you know, kind of became what everybody was hoping he would be. Yeah. Like on the court and regular season, you're talking about, he became that solid third player at best, you know, maybe second. But he's like, he's a real solid part of a good team. 100%. Yeah, he's uh with the Bulls and he's uh, he's a star now. Like mm-hmm. I wish we never would have got rid rid of him, but uh I mean it all seemed to kind of work out right now, but we had, you know, Jimmy Butler came in and then Jimmy Butler was having beef with which player I don't know, mm-hmm. some shit and then he wanted to get traded right away, which really screwed us over. We gave away a lot to get him, and then he's like, hey, you want to play for you guys? And then we're just like, all right, Jimmy, get out of here. And then we Fine. traded him away for garbage, basically, and that gave you know that was a big setback. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I don't like Jimmy Butler because of that. I never minded Jimmy Butler until then, but he requested a trade away from the Bulls, and then he came to us, and then he was like, I don't like some of these guys' work ethics or some shit. I don't know what the fuck his deal was. <laughs> and then he got traded away right away. So anyways, yeah. So East coach has three games experience from this year. Didn't even have a job before that week. Yeah. That's kind I don't of know what the hell. It is ridiculous, especially, and then the whole firing of that other coach. Like, I don't get it. Right. I don't understand why he got him there. Like, he he's got- they're they're still winning games. I understand that you're like, oh, they were supposed to be a contender for the ring, and it's just like they're still very much in this race. Yeah, like, I mean, after close the, to not in being. other sports, after the All Star break is like when things really start to matter and unless you're just unless there's a wild is it the same way because like after the all-star break in baseball is is sort of when it's i mean baseball plays like 300 games right so yeah things don't really start to matter till a certain point but like the old saying from my memory maybe it's not that way anymore i don't follow baseball closely is that after the all-star break, that's when you start to play ball. Everything up until that point has been working it out, chemistry, you know, getting everything yeah. really 
and trying to solidify yourself in a good spot. But everything that you do after the All-Star break matters. And if you're proving yourself going into the All-Star break, you're going to come out and then quick decisions can be made. If yeah, I mean, it's it's a little bit like that in the NBA. I mean, they're playing, you know, they're always trying to win. I'm sure it's the same in the the MLB and every place else. Yeah. You know, but the overall record has a huge deal with, you know, home court advantage and stuff when you get to the, the playoffs. So that's a big deal to try to make sure that you're in the upper, uh, tiers because then you're playing you know yeah easier teams and all that other stuff so there is there i mean in the past there has been like it seems like they're not trying to go not necessarily like they're not trying to play hard but that they'll like sit some of the stars Mm -hmm. and be Mm -hmm. like we're just gonna let him rest up so we have him later in the season like if we Mm -hmm. lose a couple games here it's not that big of a deal type Mm -hmm. thing like you're saying like it's not like they're trying to not care about the games, but they don't care as much. Mm-hmm. And this year seemed to be a little bit different because they had that play in tournament in the early. Oh goal. yeah, that's right. We talked about so, that because yeah, I was trying to yeah, figure so out what it, was that all about. Yeah. And I think they need to change some of that stuff too, because I was telling you that drives me nuts that the tie breaker was total points scored were the best defensive team in the league by oh, a yeah. landslide stopping people from putting up giant point totals on us. So we didn't have to put up giant point totals on them. We weren't trying to just run up the score. And then we had the same record as a couple other teams. Uh, uh, maybe not a couple other teams, but we had the same record as some, and they ended up edging us out of the playing tournament because they had more points total. Right which is like, well, that doesn't seem fair. I think it should be like a percentage, you know, if it's we beat the spread almost. Yeah. Yeah. It's if, if, if the percentage that we win over those other people is so many points. Yeah. Then, or there should be some sort of other deciding factor. I don't know what it technically should be, but it seems unfair. Well, it favors, it goes back to what I said kind of at the beginning is when I said with the clips is like, I'm just like, what's fucking with these scores? You know, I've said it multiple times now on the podcast, even is like, what's up with these scores? I can't believe it. I remember in the night, you know, and whatever, we don't have to get into that because people more athletic and training harder and whatever. But the point that I'm trying to get to here is that that sort of mentality favors offense. I yeah, hundred percent. I believe that. Like, yeah, totally. I don't. Multiple times you hear the 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 statement that defense wins championships. Not this one. They're just like, no, defense doesn't get you into the tournament because you played defense and you didn't score enough points. You right. Idiot. Right. Like, what? That doesn't right. seem fair. But so, we're winning though. Yeah, I don't know. I, it was the first year that they ever did it. So I think partially it's a flawed system because you only have four games before you make it into the tournament or like keep going or whatever it is. You got to, you know, there's elimination rounds. And if you Mm -hmm. don't score enough points by then, then you get eliminated and it just kind of makes it stupid because a lot of times, like if you get up a little bit or, you know, you got a decent lead going into the fourth quarter, these other teams were 
throwing up crazy points. Like I remember the Warriors in one of the games, the Warriors versus the Kings. It was like 130 to 130 something is what the end score ended up being. They were like going back and forth. And because neither team was playing defense and they were just trying to outscore each other, the Kings ended up having an advantage over us. And I think they're the ones that advanced on because they had more points than us, even though we had the same amount of wins. Right. And they did end up beating us at home, which is another thing where it's like, sure, if you wanted to give it to them based off of that, because they did have one good game against us when we were at home. Right. I would have totally accepted that, but to just be like, they scored more points than you. Right. Overall. That just seems silly. I don't know. (laughs) That seems silly. But it's kind of a weird thing anyways, to just be like four random games are going to decide the that is kind of season tournament. Yeah. Yeah, And honestly, like a lot of tweak it though over a lot of the stuff with the schedule does seem like they try to favor the warriors too, where hasn't gone well for them this year. They're not doing too hot, but like we had to play golden state warriors in golden state. And then like two days later had to play them again in golden state. And the second game was uh, in season tournament. So we had to like go to Golden State, play them. We had a day off and then play them again in like a city. You know, it's not our city. Right. Golden State's just been chilling in their hometown. Right. And then the second game, we ended up beating them both games. You know, <laughs> we beat them the first game and the second game. So whatever. But but it just seemed weird. unfair to be like, what do you, why do we got to play? <clears throat> And I didn't understand what that in-season tournament even was because they changed the floor and stuff, and they have, like, the in-season tournament is, like, the painted area. The trophy is, like, the painted area. Mm-hmm. And then the, you know, the circle on the top is, yeah. like, the basketball that would. So yeah. every once in a while, like, the court would change, and I'm just like, what the hell is that? The The first time I saw it, we were in San Antonio, and we were playing San Antonio in the in-season tournament. And I'm just like, oh, damn, look at their court. They really changed it. That's crazy. And then, like, we play another game, and it's the same court. And I'm like, hey, wait a minute. These guys got the same court. What the hell is this all about? So I didn't even understand the in-season tournament until we were, like, two games in. And I'm like, all right, I I need to figure out what the fuck is happening. That's wild. Actually, speaking of the floor thing, because I want to go back to the LED thing here before we wrap up quick. Oh, yeah. Is they don't actually play a game. Like, that skills, it's all different stuff yeah like nobody's there's no five on five happening on that court right so i think they're either going to take it down and then play the game or they're going to cover it up with wood they're playing on wood right yeah it'll be all star game is going to play on wood yeah this led thing is only for the skills thing for fun it's all like sections they can take that down and put it back in pretty quick yeah so they'll i'm sure they'll take that one apart and then they'll put in the whole regular floor yeah right away yeah so yeah it's if you're watching they text the, me and let me know like or that's like, how they did it show me in golden state that first game we played in golden state was their regular court two days later was that in season tournament court and it was a whole new floor whole different floor yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i know they can get pretty good at it but like i was just thinking Skills, yeah. So skills must be on Saturday, Friday, Saturday, and then Sunday's the actual All Star game. Sunday night is the All Star game. 
Yeah. And, yep. they'll, and they'll get it switched and out. And Friday might be like pre-recorded stuff. They do some weird shit sometimes. I don't know if they do it this year. But one of them was, I remember one year it was like a hidden talent or whatever. Or like just like a talent show. And I know, I remember uh, That's awesome. Victor Oladipo is just like singing. <laughs> and just like pre-recorded like in a studio just singing a song i'm just like yeah we took it sing <laughs> then i'm wild. watching then i'm watching mass singer and victor oladipo's on like second season or whatever and i hear the <laughs> voice and i'm just like that's victor oladipo and shannon's like how do you know that and i'm like skills competition skills. <laughs> <laughs> oh hell yeah dude that's a great note to end on what do you think yeah dude I'm All right. good. I don't know what else to talk about without sounding repetitive. Yeah. No, I'm good. Oh, also, I oh. one last thing, I guess. We can end on this. Fuck James Harden. <laughs> Fuck that guy. <laughs> All right. And on that note, don't forget, like, subscribe. Like Find all. us on uh, Instagram <laughs> and Twitter or Instagram and X and youtube all that shit look up real aftv real like fish and real you're gonna find us because if you look up the real that's right aftv it finds yep. us um yep. like subscribe you know wherever you can yep. follow because you think you can follow on spotify now i think that's what they call it so okay that'd be cool to do that over there patreon check us out on patreon patreon.com slash real aftv we're you know we're trying to grow this into something uh, but we need a little bit of funding for that. Yep. Um, and uh, contact. Contact. You can email yep. us. Reallyf.tv slash contact. You can hit us up on all the social medias. <clears throat> we'll talk to you. <clears throat> yeah, that's right. If you want to if you want to find us on Instagram and just be like, James Harden does look like a bitch without his beard. I'll be like, <laughs> you're right. He does, doesn't he? <laughs> What an idiot. <laughs> that was his look. Why did he change it? That's a dumb move. Why did he shave off his beard?